All right, so this is uh, you got to be freaking kidding me. I'm I'm Josh. Uh, you remember Bo from last week, and we're bringing uh, Chase in. I turned my ringer off this this week. He should have he should have been here last week, but he was busy, and uh, he's going to be here forever and ever. That's right. He's <laughs> never going to miss another one. Never going anywhere. Neither ever. I lost in. You might what? I might miss one, but you guys can't miss any. And if I do miss one, you have to come here. Like there's no, you can't. Nowhere else. Yeah, we can nowhere go. Else. Nowhere else. Like <clears throat> Leave us a key. So, uh, I want a key. What do you guys want to talk about this week in uh, politics? Oh, there's so much, man. You we know, can, you know, can... one thing that I really, really just wanted to say up front: the uh, that transgender chick that uh, beat a woman to a bloody pulp in an MMA match, Alana Matthews or Alana Mitchell. Is I this... can't remember her name. His name, whatever. Is this new? Brand new. It's a dude. And uh, he's he was in the military. I think he was special forces. Oh, like a Navy SEAL, right? I don't think it sounds like is a it Navy the, SEAL. Is it the, yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't think he was a SEAL, but uh, well, he definitely wasn't army. <laughs> okay, now you're throwing the Air Force out. Uh, like. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what branch he was in, but uh, the footage is disturbing because it's a man. Full grown man, uh, full grown, and what? it's not even like, like this dude. I I would not be concerned walking into a fight with this with this dude. You know, him having military experience would be the only thing that kind of like, oh shit, this is not going to go well for me. But he's not like huge or anything. But it's a it's a dude, and uh, he's got the male reproductive system still. Oh really? Yeah, they're letting him compete. But the Female facing him, no. Yeah, she took the fight. She knew. But that's ball. That's ballsy. That's funny. That's ballsy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure why. Maybe a publicity thing there. Wouldn't be UFC though, because I think it was a minor league sort of thing. But uh, legit, like I was just not astounded, but I, watching like a dude beat a woman because the. The chick was like, <laughs> and you would see Alana or whatever his name is hit her, and it would take like the wind out of her. Right. Oh, I gotta Jeez. take a second. And then eventually he ended up uh, choking her out. How, how many rounds did it go? I do not know the rounds. I just saw the highlights of it, and well, uh, I was like, wow, this is a couple crazy. months ago, or maybe like over a year ago. I remember Joe Rogan talking about this. Like, there was a man that transitioned to a woman. I don't know if he fully transitioned or whatever the case was, but he didn't disclose that or she didn't disclose that she was born a male and took several fights and like put some women in the hospital and shit. Yeah. You remember that? I think I remember that. Smashed some girl's face into yeah, like, like that. Broke yeah, her like face. About it. Yeah. This person, Alana, whatever whatever its name is, uh, said that I'm the locust guy hero here was that person. Was that guy? Her that was her hero because she the the a, other one that already beat the shit out of yes. a couple of females because he she he's a pioneer essentially is what they were saying. Can you really have Man, that's crazy doing that though? Like as a right? male, I don't know going to fight women. I, it just doesn't you know, seem like something I you know come home and call my mom. And yeah, be like, hey mom, I just beat I did it. Out of this chick. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Yes, honey. <laughs> yeah, and why would she be proud? You know, it's, it's why is your family? Well, that was another thing is that they did a little highlight reel of, you know, how they do backstories and stuff like that. 
And uh, it was him saying about how hard his childhood was. But he, all he said about his childhood was that his parents took him to church. And that was it. so tough. That was that was Ooh. really tough. You know, there might have been other stuff that they edited out, but the I'm sure the editors and producers thought that that was the most prevalent thing to put in there. Yeah, of course. And uh, wow, that's a real tough life, bro. Yeah, that church. Would be I cute. had to go to church. <laughs> I learned about Jesus. He loved me. <laughs> and then another thing was that uh, the commentators. Obviously, they don't want to lose their job. Yeah. And I was watching Matt Walsh talk about this, and he was saying that, you know, you're complicit, and yeah, you don't want to lose your job, but this is this is a man beating a woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, Matt Walsh said this, that he would be a man 10,000 years from now if they found Alana's remains, they would identify it as a male. Like, Absolutely. It doesn't matter what Alana thinks he she is there are identifying markers in your skeleton that make you a male or a female and the fact that whatever UFC whatever uh, fighting league this is I don't think it was UFC yeah I think Dana White said nah that's not happening I was just about to ask I mean I don't think Dana would he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to go for that kind of thing exactly and plus I think he's a Trump supporter and Trump goes to a lot of those rallies or not rallies uh, fights so yeah I don't think that will fly either but um I just think that they're, you know, they're they're complicit, and what what are they trying to do? They're trying to get ahead in the. I don't really know. I don't understand the push for men transitioning to women going into sports. I don't understand the. It seems like there's a push for it, but you don't see it the other way around. No, no way. You couldn't. You don't see it at all. Some female taking uh, testosterone boosters or whatever just to bring her tests up. I don't think in the in this past Olympics there were any. There were there were dudes that transitioned to women that played in women's sports, but I don't think that happened. And I could be wrong, but I don't think it happened at all. Well, even, in this past Olympics, even if you're not wrong, we're not hearing about it, right? Exactly. And so there is an obvious push for men to jump but, into women's sports. And it's weird that the liberals of the world are are all on board for it when they've been pushing for quote finger quotes women's rights for so long mm-hmm. and now they're just letting a bunch of dudes come in and dominate sports mm-hmm. that's what I hear about a lot you know that Me Too movement mm-hmm. where are they with all this kind of stuff yeah that's it's a like where's Black Lives Matter whenever you know Black Lives Matter every night in Chicago kills another black dude every night in Chicago every night yeah, 40 people this weekend 40 this 40. weekend not necessarily killed but shot shot yeah 40 people dude that's ins- like you hear about that Every week in Chicago, it's, dude. That's, that's insane. It's always at least 30. It's insanity. It's crazy. And, and what's funny is Illinois has some of the strictest gun laws in America. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, Chicago. dude. It's crazy. It's strict on their gun laws as mm-hmm. well. This is a gun-free zone. Well, Chicago's in Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Don't know if you knew that. Specifically Chicago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> said about the Pisaki. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding on to that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah back to that transgender uh, I just wonder I wonder because yeah you, you just said it like you've been fighting for women's rights and equality and blah blah but you know another thing about like this th- that's the third wave fem- feminism coming in or fourth yeah wave I think we're on fourth wave now I remember is it four now? <clears throat> probably Jeez. 
It's like Land Before Time. They just kept numbering them. Yeah. There's like 75 of them. Yeah. Uh, But I remember seeing a video of like a a feminist in the 80s or 90s, and she was saying, we know that there's differences between men and women. We're not talking about that. You know, those people that do talk about that are very negative, and they don't uh, really line up with our ideals. So, I don't know. It's just, you know, what are you really, what are you fighting for here? Now, now you have men in your sports. What was the goal? I don't know. What's the push? I don't. I don't know. Like, like you say all the time, like they keep moving the goalpost. Mm -hmm. Like you think you're getting close enough to it, and they just move it back. It's like you remember when you were a kid. I don't know if you ever raced your brother or whatever, or like when I was like growing up playing baseball. My dad would be like, "Run to me," and I'd take off sprinting, and then he'd turn around and take off sprinting. I'm like, stop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't catch you. I can't <laughs> but that's that's what it feels like. You like you can't be woke enough in today's society. Yeah, and even the the woke are eating their own. Look at Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, it just proves that you know black female voices aren't oppressed. It's just that they're not lining up. Well, if, if you, you don't line up with your their ideals, yeah. If you don't in, if you don't put yourself in line ideologically, one hundred percent they will cast you out. Yeah, very and, cool. And I'm so like frustrated at people saying I won't take my medical advice from Nicki Minaj. Like she wasn't giving any medical <laughs> yeah, advice yeah. whatsoever. She said, "Think about it, pray on it, do some research, and then make the decision for yourself." Which but is, don't be bullied, is what she said. And then they just lost their minds. That's also funny to hear. Per se, prey on it. Yeah, yeah. Sure the leftists got real angry at that. Mm-hmm. That's like a big part of the issue there. I also but, heard that the White House wanted to speak with her. Like I hope. Oh, I but they won't speak to Ice Cube about like legit. Oh, problems in the black community. Definitely not. I think Jen Psaki said Psaki. that <laughs> that uh, if we could just have an open dialogue with. There is no open dialogue. Which is with, really with, just, they just want to coerce. That's yeah, coercion. Absolutely. absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. If you, if you wanted the open dialogue, you wouldn't be censoring people on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. whatever, and having, forcing them out to make their own app that then gets shut down. So. Yeah. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. Well, there's nowhere else to go in social media. Yeah. There's no, there's nowhere you can go to actually have open dialogue anymore. And even, you know. Like I just said, they tried, but the servers that were hosting that app were owned by Amazon, and they mm-hmm. kicked them off the mm-hmm. servers. Like, how do you how do you deal with that? Like, how do you make worldwide servers? You can't because you don't have the income, you don't have the capital, right? Nope. So, yeah, competing with uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook and Ma and Pa stores trying to compete with Walmart and Amazon. Like, that's just, what it. That's basically what it boils down to, right? Yeah, it's like. Mom and pop grocery store trying to compete with Walmart. Like exactly. You can't do it. They're just going to push it. you out. Yep. You can't. And uh, it, the pandemic just uh, emboldened all those people. Oh, yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Twitter. Or in, 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 Amazon. In Jen's own words, the pandemic. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It wasn't that great. That was great. You know, Even if that was like a little snafu, I like that's a was. terrible. I think it was that's a like, terrible snafu. You can tell that the that word's at least circulating there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> love seeing that. Yeah, love. Uh, but yeah, I saw through through the pandemic the Walmart family, the Waltons, 
net worth grew up to like 128 billion dollars. Isn't it? Wow. Happened. Amazon made a lot of money too, right? Oh, I'm sure. Sure, they so did. Much, but so much money. That's when he crazy. He uh, declared his he was the richest person on earth, or some some shit like that. He hit another strata of wealth uh, during the pandemic. Isn't that great to see? Like people are killing themselves because mm-hmm. they don't have their jobs mm-hmm. and they can't make rent. Uh, but Jeff Bezos, he's, he's going to outer space. He built man. a dick rocket in the <laughs> outer space. He made it. Can you believe the shape of that rocket? Also, no one told. No one was like, "Hey, man." Did anybody else? Everybody else thought Austin Powers too, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, they made exactly. they made like compilations. Oh, uh, did like, they really? Like, <laughs> I didn't Austin see. Powers, would go back to Jim Beasley's rocket. <laughs> 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 he comes back down. He's got that fucking lame ass cowboy hat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Is that because he was in Texas? I don't know. I guess because cow- everybody cow- in Texas wears cowboy hats. We still ride around in wagons and pull by horses. I think that is cultural appropriation. I'm yeah. Get the fuck out. I'm sorry. I said the F word. That's Josh's fault. You made it like 16 <laughs> Pretty good. His horse has rockets on it. Penis-shaped rockets. <laughs> he just rides on the belly. <laughs> you hook this in back here. <laughs> That's like that South Park episode where they make those, uh, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know, will, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> it's not how you write it, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, 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 <laughs> the cameras are on, Jeff. Come on, uh, um, yeah, South Park's in its uh, 25th. Season, didn't, I think, 24th season. Good for those didn't guys. they just get a new contract from Comedy Central for like $900 million yeah, for 10 more years? Contract. I didn't even see this. Yep. $900 million or some crazy number like They're that. So rich. So rich. Uh, I know what years. we can do. We can tax all of <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear a dress. Tax the rich. That seems, you know what's funny oh, is that God. seems like something Trey Parker and Matt Stone would do is wear a dress because they wore a dress at whatever party that was in the early 2000s yep. and they were like super coked out as well <laughs> <laughs> I love it whenever they tell that story but uh, yeah every time someone would ask them what are you guys wearing tonight because this was back before you know trench yeah, or yeah. anything but uh, they wouldn't answer they would just be like oh it's so lovely it's so lovely out here and he was wearing a, a full on wig like <laughs> It was the weirdest thing, but, you know, they went to make fun of all those celebrities, and I think after that, they weren't even invited back. No, of course not. Of <laughs> course really they're exactly not. exactly what they were going for. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're just uncancelable. Well, and I, it's because they make too much money for Comedy Central. That's all Comedy Central has. I don't think... Trevor Noah is trash, and I think that's about the yeah. only other show that they have. He's very unfunny. He's very not funny. Yeah, not funny. Not at all. Also, they what was what was the show that he took over? Who Daily Show? Daily, Daily show. show. Yeah, John Stewart was again actually funny, but yep. uh, it's just like it's almost like Noah isn't trying to be funny. He's just reporting. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. He's he's just not funny. He's just not funny. He's but I, I really, I legitimately think he's trying to be funny, but in that woke way, that's just not funny. Yeah, you can't be funny and woke. No. It's impossible. You have to line up. You have to insult. Because comedy is offensive. Yes. And you have to have that spirit. 
You know, you have to have that, like, I can laugh at myself. I don't take myself so seriously. Absolutely. In spirit. And again, that, that goes back to what we were talking about last week. Uh, uh, people can't handle being outside of social media or yeah. uh, blocking. They can't block comments in real life. They just have to hear. And they've been so coddled that, and Joe Rogan <clears throat> talks about being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't go through life without any type of uncomfort. Mm-hmm. Being uncomfortable and being in situations that make you uncomfortable and make you work hard and you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this at all. Yeah. Like, that's what makes you who you are. Exactly. It shapes you. It, it shapes builds you. builds character. And honestly, Absolutely. building character is, it's exactly what it is, but I think people see that as something that their parents would you know, it builds character like they're scolding them or something, but yeah. that's exactly what it fucking does. It is. It builds who you are. And that's the thing with exercise. If you're not willing to get out there and suffer a little bit, mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna lose that fifty pounds that you wanna lose. If you're not willing to get in the kitchen and suffer a little bit, you cannot have that Twinkie right now. Mm, uh, you're dude. not going to lose the weight. I had a Twinkie yesterday. Yeah, let's leave Twinkies. I haven't had a Twinkie in so long. <laughs> not because I'm like a, I'm on a diet or anything. I eat like crap, but I had a Twinkie, and it was amazing. And I know it's not real food. It's a chemical. It's it's just fake food. But I was so happy. <laughs> like I was making out with this Twinkie, bro. Oh. Oh, oh, like oh. smacking. Like, oh, oh. It's like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? That reminds me of like, because you said it was fake food, which it completely is that the video of that raccoon that puts uh, uh, cotton candy in water just to like wet it down. But it completely dissolves. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's confused. Oh, what just happened? <laughs> Where'd he go? I imagine you doing that with a Twinkie. Just trying to heat it up or put it in some ice cream and it just dissolves. Where'd where, where, where my Twinkie go? <laughs> I'm just such a big dumb idiot. I have no idea. But yeah, gotta suffer. You need to, uh, I mean, you could link that back to uh, coronavirus and, you know, having the your body fight against it naturally. And yeah. what do you need to do that? You need a baseline health. You need to yeah. exercise. You need to go outside and get some vitamin D. Did mm. you say that last week? Vitamin, vitamin D all up in you. Get that vitamin D all up in you. One of those late night radio. Yeah. yeah Welcome to you. Gotta be freaking kidding me. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, it goes as far back. I mean, thank God that woke culture wasn't around like. In all of our previous wars, because like being in the army, like you're uncomfortable a lot. At least I'm not saying like when I was in, it was like super hard. Every generation, it gets a little bit lighter, right? Like I couldn't imagine what those guys like in World War II, their basic training was like. You know what I mean? Or Vietnam, like they're still like the drills are still beating the shit out of them and like able to put their hands on them and stuff where they weren't really able to do that. When I was in basic training, they would just like scream at you and get in your face and all that stuff. But like, and I don't know what basic training is like now, but I've seen some videos and it just doesn't look, of course you can, you can manipulate those all you want, but it just doesn't seem like it is now what it used to be. Like everybody's afraid of being uncomfortable. 
you know, so we don't want to, we don't want to offend anybody. If, if we, we yell at you too much, you, here's your stress card. You can go sit down for 15 minutes. Again, that's been a rumor since I was in like, yo, did you get a stress card? And I was like, no, I've never even heard of that. Like, what are you talking about? But because that doesn't happen in combat. Yeah, time, yeah. time out from the game. Yeah. I'm stressed. <laughs> My heart rate's above 120. I need to, I need to sit down for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, time out. Mm-hmm. Dave, you know, that was one thing that I was really disappointed in the Air Force basic training was there really were complaint boxes. When you, when you went through? Went out, yeah, back in 2012, if a training instructor offended you, you could write an anonymous note, drop it in this little box. Really? And, you know, it goes to the powers of B. We had one guy who, uh, man, he... He was all about it. He calling us names, retards, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Like it's what I was, <laughs> it's what I was looking forward right, to right. going to the military. And uh, he got on some guy's ass one day. I don't remember exactly what was said, but he was the guy in our flight that was. We didn't expect him to make it through. Uh, Is that a he, platoon? He did. Yeah, flight. Yeah, same thing. Confuse you there. Sorry, Army. <laughs> what, what did you? What is that? <laughs> Anyway, this guy drops a complaint, and the next day that training instructor was gone. No way. Lost his job. Jeez, bro. I kid you not. Well, they say he lost his job. They probably just moved him over to a different flight, Uh, but we never saw him again. That's wild. I like that guy. That's wild. Yeah. We had Drill Sergeant uh, Loniker. Sorry if I'm calling you. (laughs) You don't want to be called out. I'm sure you're going to hear this, but... uh, we had a guy, you know, the first couple of days, like the first week, they're just smoking you all the time. They're screaming at us all the time. We can't do anything right. It's a beautiful thing. They're breaking you down like it's supposed to be. This one guy's like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> and he tied his shoes, bootlaces around his neck and tied it real tight. And like some people were freaking out and Joe Sarlonka was like, let him pass out. Yeah. Then we'll cut it off. That's for a kid. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's, it's like when kids say yeah. they're going to hold their breath. Yeah. And their face starts to get blue. In my mind, I'm like, what did you expect? Yeah. Exactly. Like, like they wanted that sympathy. I don't understand. But because I went in uh, in 04 was when I went in. And I had, you know, like everybody has a calling, right? Like I've been watching military movies my whole life. Everybody's seen Full Metal Jacket, Black Hawk Down, like all these movies. Like you don't expect it to be easy. Yeah. For sure, with Full Metal Jacket. I was like, oh shit, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the military right there. And when I watched it, I was like, hell yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, what, hell yeah. yeah. Seriously. But even that goes back to that, uh, again, that heck off comedy post that I was talking about last week where you don't want your people that you're going in conflict with to be upset by words. And to have, I mean, I was going to say that the complaint box was maybe a placebo where, you know, you just drop it in and they don't do shit about it. That's what I thought at first, too. But uh, to have someone, like, be completely removed. That's crazy. In, crazy. A, in the military. Yeah. And I can tell you the things that the guy would say were not overly offensive. Right. You know, not overly offensive at all. Um, again, it's exactly what I expected. And I'm not trying to dog Air Force here. Love, love my Air Force. But man, we got we got toughen up a little bit, you know. <laughs> That's why I, I don't understand about uh, Trump's mean tweets. 
That's what I don't I don't get. So where where does this come from? Where does this self righteousness come from? Where higher education? You think? Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, what, did this dude go to college? No. Oh yeah, 18, that's a good point. Eighteen years old. <clears throat> seemed like he'd probably been coddled his entire life. So uh, what did he go to the fucking military for? Well. You know, hey, proud of him for signing the Air Force. Sorry, I'll stop. That's a good point. But you know, you you do like, especially when we were growing up. If he was eighteen years old at the same time you were, I mean, you don't. We weren't sheltered. No, movies, movies weren't woke at this point, so he had to have seen some of it. A- absolutely. It could, mind you, I was twenty three when I went in, so I was a little bit older than this kid. Okay, but uh, man, still, still it's just so soft. Yeah. Cried where was he from? Do you know? He cried a lot. You know where he was from? Uh, he was somewhere, like I want to say maybe North Carolina, uh, somewhere oh, east would, coast over there. Where yeah. I'd expect you to grow up and be, some, have some kind of testicular fortitude. Yeah, some backbone. But Good word. Just yeah. nothing, man. Like, I, I swear, the guy cried. You know, weekly. You can cry. I don't care, but it, keep hey, running. Yeah, that's, that's right. Like, you don't cry and stop. And that's exactly what Cry while you're running. Cry while you're doing push-ups. I don't give a fuck. We'll call you Cry Baby. (laughs) That'll be your nickname. But you don't put us in danger. You don't tell on someone. Because, again, like you said, in combat, uh, he shot at me. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot back. What the fuck are you doing? That one was really close. (laughs) Do you hear that? Where's my complaint card? Where's my (laughs) Taliban complaint card? Yeah. I'm like speaking it. to your manager. Ah! <laughs> Stress card. <laughs> Stress card. Just crazy. So yeah, again, I don't really know where that where that kind of uh, behavior comes from. And again, yeah, it could be for sure higher education, but and I say everything goes back to the home. 100%. But how how are these people treating their kid to With where they kid did, gloves? He didn't know that the military was supposed to break you and rebuild you. Right. And that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the... They, that's the entire point of basic training. Yeah, you, they want to... You don't know anything. You don't even know how to make a bed. Yeah, that's right. And they're going to teach you how to make a bed, and then they're going to screw that bed up multiple times because you left one hospital corner a little crooked. Yeah. Yep. And they will turn the entire thing off, call you a moron, and tell you to do it again. And, and not just you. Every, every, everyone. Because kids, you screwed it up. Kids don't understand... Why is he doing this? But as you get older, I mean, I understood when I was 18 years old, like, okay, I know where you're doing this so I can get repetition in with it. But also, so you do it right the first time. So you don't yeah. fuck shit up. So you do have, uh, man, I can't even think of the word right now, but uh, it's basically so you do it right. Do everything right the first time. Mm-hmm. Don't screw this up. Because when we're out in combat, you know, and someone's life is in your hands. You got to do it right the first time. You do not get to take these backsies well, with someone else's life. It's just exactly. like you, we talked about with Heck Off Commie calling that guy pizza and he got all <laughs> butt hurt and stopped hanging out with him or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I was a combat engineer, so I knew what I was getting into. I, I wanted to fight. Like, that's why I joined Combat Arms, right? I don't want soft people with me. I want some hard dudes. And... You you learn real quick who to align yourself with, even in on ruck marches or PT or when you're out just doing drill or whatever. You know who to align yourself with. Sometimes you don't have a choice depending on who's in your squad or your platoon or whatever. But you, s- 
you you learn who the dirtbags are real quick, and those guys don't do well. Well, they alienate themselves completely. Yeah, you, you, you lose all trust for them. You know, this guy doesn't have my back. Or he might want to have my back, but he just again doesn't have that. He just doesn't have it. Yeah, he doesn't have it. And you know that that guy in particular I was talking about. I mean, he was alone throughout the whole process, mm-hmm. which sucks. I mean, it's sucks thing that probably made it even harder for himself. But just get out there, bust your ass, get through basic training, and then life in the Air Force is not anywhere near what you go through. At least for me, and I'm sure it was the same for most people. It's it's not a tough life. You just got eight yeah. weeks of. <coughs> Difficultness, well, difficulty, and, and then you move like on. like you said, those those guys isolate themselves. And you know, I'm not trying to change what the military is or anything like that. But you would think that they would have something in place where, like, okay, you don't belong in combat arms, bud. But you sign your contract, and that's where you are. Like you, I mean, later on, you can change your MOS or whatever. But like, even in basic training, the drills should have some type of something to be like, you don't belong here. We're going to put you somewhere else. Hmm. You don't belong in combat arms, bud. Sorry. Did you have to talk someone into a new uh, area of specialization? Uh, Like... Because, you know, they they signed the contract because they wanted to be in uh, infantry or whatever the hell. mm -hmm. But if you approach them and say, hey... Because, I mean, they signed a contract. You can't necessarily place them. You would have to convince them to choose something else. That I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure about because I this that was right where I belonged. Mm-hmm. I, that is where I was meant to be. Uh, but you did see some guys that you're just like, bro, you don't need to be here. Um, but I don't know the process because, like I said, I never had to change MOSs, and I don't know if it's if you get to your first duty station, you could be like, hey, I want to change my MOS. They might make you wait till like a reenlistment or something. I'm not 100% sure how that works or needs of the army. Like, well, we have too many supply guys right now. We have too many mail clerks or mechanics or whatever the case may be. Um, so I'm not 100% sure how that would even work out. But there should be an option, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I think that the whatever instructor should be able to place you. That's what I think. Right. And, and give you a couple chances. Be like, hey, man, you need to step it up. Or we're going to reassign you. Stop alienating yourself. Yeah. Be one of the guys. Yeah. Like you said, get some intestinal fortitude. Start fighting. Or we're going to find somewhere else for you to go. And that'll be the only human moment, I think, that you see whatever instructor you have. Your drill instructor. Well, they... I don't know. We did what's called OSET. Did y'all have that? One station unit training. So I went to basic and AIT all with the same drill sergeants with the same company. Uh, Air Force is a little different. Yeah. Well, I know that's not the entire Army doesn't yeah. do that. Some people go to basic in uh, Fort Leonard Wood and then go do their AIT somewhere else. That's how we do it. You know, we yeah. do the basic training, and then you move over to your technical training yeah. from there. Um, so we had the same drills. I got to Fort Leonard Wood on March 16th, and I graduated from everything – in on like July 6th or something like that. So wow. I was with those same guys for a long time. And they, so you have your phases, you have uh, red, white, blue, which are basic, and then black and gold or AIT. Red phases, they're just hammering you the whole time. Like you're getting smoked the whole time. Blue phase, it's a little bit more laxed. Uh, not really. 
But once you get once you get past red, white, and blue phase, and you go to black and gold, they're a lot more relaxed, and they'll actually talk to you and have fun with you every once in a while. But I mean, if you start screwing around and jacking up, they're gonna oh put that red flag right back on this red, <laughs> and you will get smoked. And the worst things you ever hear your drill sergeant say is attention, half left face, front leaning rest position move, because you're like, God dang it, damn it, yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. And don't be the funny guy. Like I tried to be a couple times. Because <laughs> in the army, you know, huh? everybody's like, huh? And after everybody was like, huh? I was in the back. I went, huh? <laughs> you were there, yeah? and dude, I oh, got man. everybody smoked. Oh, like, who man. said that? Who was it? And I looked at my buddy and I just shook my head. I was like, shh, 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 shut up. Shut, shut up. <laughs> Don't say anything. I'll fucking kill you. And then in the... <laughs> Then the same thing happened uh, before we went to Iraq. We were in uh, Kuwait for a little while, and nothing was getting done. We were bored, so nothing was getting done, and we were all in formation. And our first sergeant, first sergeant Bailey, little black dude from uh, Atlanta, I think, but he was hard, man. He was hard. Uh, he just kept. We were in formation for like three hours. He's like, "Why? Why is nothing getting done? Why?" And people kept giving him answers. He's like, "Nope, that's not it. Why?" And then he walked right past me. I was like, well, why are boobs good? And then he, like, in a split second, he was in my face. He's like, you got something to say, Specialist Pounds? He's like, what'd you say? I was like, nothing, First Sergeant. (laughs) He's like, what'd you say? I said, why are boobs good? He smoked me for, like, 45 minutes. Oh, man. That's great, though. That's that breaking process, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was already broke. <laughs> nah. Not enough. Uh, not enough. <laughs> still yeah. had a little civilian left You're in still you. Still talking about boobs. <laughs> yeah. You're around men. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, so where's, uh, where's Kamala Harris been? Again. Isn't she in charge of the border? She's in charge of the border. I saw her flipping a coin at a football game today. That, ex- hmm. that ex- explains the uh, issue at the border then. There. Yeah. yeah, probably. She was probably laughing what? that uh, very witch cackle that she yeah. has <laughs> at her at her <laughs> coin flipping. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure that was a good impression, but... It's perfect. It's very witch-like. I, I get nervous about, you know, flying brooms and shit after she's <laughs> <laughs> She sees a cup of water. She just runs the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard, Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure our audience gets that. Actually, <laughs> our audience probably would. Um, yeah, so more about the border. What, 14,000 immigrants? Now? Dude, do you know how many came across in August? No. Like 208,000. I saw yeah, the video. That 208. I saw? That's Corpus Christi. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's the entire city of Corpus Christi. That's crazy. Crossing the border, and nothing is being done about it. Yeah. You see what's going on in Del Rio right now, and they're like, well, we're going to get these Haitians out of here. Like, what? What was the place where they were having firefights? Probably. They were, like, shooting in the streets. Remember that? I mean, it's probably Mexico, but. Could be Juarez. Juarez. El Paso is pretty. Juarez is pretty bad, I think. Sounds like something that would happen in Juarez, but mm. I don't know. Juarez. I, I thought one of y'all sent that video. I don't remember. It's possible. No. Yeah, it was me, but I don't know where that was. Okay. That was, me. That, was, that was like right near... Yeah, it was on the border, yeah. pretty much. I don't know if they were shooting across the border, and our border patrol was shooting back. I don't know exactly what that was, but there was definite small arms fire going on. The funny thing about uh, 
those border patrol agents, a lot of them are Hispanic. A lot of them are yeah, Mexican, yeah. and they hate the illegals. Absolutely, they hate people. Well, that's because they have a job to do. For sure, they have a job, but like, and right now, I feel like their hands are tied too. Like they can't yeah, do anything. Can't it's do like, anything. well, then why are we here? And I know there's a shortage of border patrol agents, but what? There's really nothing they can do. Their hands are tied by yeah. bureaucrats that are like, well, let's do this. Like it's it's insane, man. It's yeah, it's it's insane that, and I feel like a lot of it. I feel like a lot of the Biden administration they're not doing anything about it because they got rid of all of Trump's policies on the border and they don't want to admit that they screwed up. Well, also it helps their cause. They they give them Biden vote Biden shirts or whatever, or they mm-hmm. tell them that uh, Republicans are going to send you back. Yeah, if you vote for this guy. He's going to send you home. Yeah. And then, uh, but to think, to be a left voter and to think that our economy can support an influx of 200,000 random people. I don't care if they're Mexican. I don't care if they're fucking Canadian. Mm -hmm. The economy cannot continue to support that on a monthly basis. Especially the way we're just hemorrhaging money. Yeah. We're just, we're just giving, we're just giving printing away. money and giving it away, and devaluing the dollar, and then saying, "Why is nobody going to work?" We're back in China's pocket because of printing <laughs> money for no reason, giving it away, uh, all the tax uh, tariffs or whatever you want to call them that Joe Biden put on small businesses and big businesses for that matter. Uh, they moved their shit back to China, all overseas. So, yeah, we're not working in the U.S. anymore. That's right. But why don't we? Instead of moving jobs to China, wouldn't it be more beneficial to the United States, obviously, to have those factories here? But if we couldn't have the factories here, let's put them in Mexico. Let's let's help Mexico out with their economy a little bit. If you want, because if you really want to like help the Mexican people, yeah, put some factories there, man. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Look at this solution that we're coming up with. She solved all the world's problems right there. I didn't think we were going to get this far on our podcast, but we legit just solved the world problem. <laughs> You're welcome, world. That's from uh, Bo the Mullet over here. Say something else. <laughs> My mullet looks good. It's not a fad. It's a cultural thing. You're not allowed to say it looks good. You have to let other people say that, and no one else it's is like saying It's like giving that. yourself a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> call, call me Billy Badass. <laughs> no, it's both of them. <laughs> yeah, I dig that. I dig that uh, a lot, actually. Just, yes, yeah, start putting some factories in there. But also... Because the labor the labor would be cheaper. <laughs> but also, but, I, think it's, I, mean, I think it's far for uh, uh, materials and stuff like that, so it's not necessarily practical, I guess you could say. Oh, like... You're talking about like steel and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. Maybe th- that's what I'm coming up with. Well, we could Why sell them our steel. We have steel. Far better steel than China has. Yep. True. I think at one time, uh, like Ford and maybe some of the other automobile companies had moved. It was yep. in the Obama era. Uh, you know, they all moved out of the Detroit area, ended up down in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, which I think worked out well for the Mexicans. Um, but Trump... Got them back. Got them back. And I think and since they, they're, they're back in Mexico now, I think right? They've t- yeah. headed back over there. Because Ford, I thought Ford went back to China. I'm sure they, some of their stuff, have, I'm yeah. sure some of it is made in China. Dude, speaking of Ford, like 
driving here, I passed, you know, a couple car dealerships, Nissan, Ford. There are no trucks on yeah. the lots. Oh, yeah. I saw that. The None. Yeah. Dude, it's wild, man. It's because some chip thing chip. from China. Is it the chip thing? That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard, too. A semiconductor? Like, they're all just sitting in a lot somewhere waiting on these chips, yeah. apparently. I did not realize. Y'all both drive Fords, don't you? Sure do. Did you see? Gosh dang right, I do. Nah, y'all said y'all weren't going to buy Fords because they... Ram's going to be the next one for, for me. Sure. For sure. I don't know. I might get a Chevy. Those new Chevys. They look good. Those, those AT4s Chevys. are pretty baller, good. bro. Really good. You know what I want? The GMC. I want one of those Nissan vans with like the 4x4 package. Have you seen those? Some of my framers drive those. Dude, they're, they're legit, bad. bro. They are sweet. Yeah, but they look like they were hit with a hot shovel. <laughs> don't look good. Yeah, they do. Oh, they it's, don't. It's a good looking van. It really is. You know then don't drive good? one. I won't. <laughs> I won't. You know what looks good? I like those. Uh... I don't care what you're about to say. It's ugly. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. No, I like converting any of those those vans, uh, like the Dodge Sprinter vans, mm-hmm. uh, into I don't know, like mobile. Oh, I'm not going to say enough. The mobile uh, gaming stations or whatever, you can literally deck out an entire van for super cheap because the vans are cheap on top of that. But uh, And you'll live in it. I'm not going to live You're in it. You're going to live in it. <laughs> You're going to stop working out. Games. You're going to be in your, in your van by yourself with a mask on. Shut, shut the door. Shut the door. There's coronavirus out there. <laughs> you want me to get sick? <laughs> Where's my Cheetos? <laughs> that won't be me. I won't stop working out. I'm really buff, in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> I'm a monster. That's why he's saying that. He's with, my, with my Fruity Tootie coffee. I love Fruity Tootie coffee. You know what? I'm going to make a poll somewhere. Go for it. That Do you like black coffee, or do you like to put creamer in your coffee? Go for it. Because guess what? What? And you have to do, differentiate. <laughs> if, when you when you take this poll, there's going to be a male poll and a female poll. What? Because so it'll be question. skewed. It'll be skewed because you drink women's coffee. I don't drink women's coffee. I drink cake coffee. <laughs> Funfetti. Also, <laughs> if y'all don't know, there's a cinnamon toast crunch creamer. I have it in my refrigerator yeah. right there's now. There's also fruity pebbles. I don't. I don't like fruity pebbles cereal. <clears throat> What'd you just say? <laughs> you heard me. You heard me. What'd you just say to me? Fruity Pebbles cereal is... Tell me why you like it. Because it's delicious. Tell me what's delicious about it. It's, it's fruity. Nah, no, no. It is not fruity. It's sugary, alright? Yes. I like okay. sugar. But so, so is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, but it doesn't taste like... <laughs> it doesn't Fruit. taste like... Kind of sounds like coffee creamer, right? <laughs> you should get some. Cinnamon Toast Crunch tastes like a cinnamon roll, where Fruity Pebbles oh, it taste doesn't. like... It tastes like cinnamon toast. Sugar. Okay, we're splitting hairs here. Smart guy. It's in the name. Uh, how did we get off track? No, we were talking <laughs> about the border, and some, somehow we got on coffee creamer. Uh, the important things in life. Coffee creamer. Coffee creamer. Well, we have uh, 31 downloads on our podcast. Thank you, the 31 people that listened. Thank you. you. We have 30. Tell your friends. 
Yes. It's all word of mouth right now. We had 30 downloads this morning, and then my girlfriend listened to it, and now we have 31. So pretty much all been friends and family so So far? far. (laughs) My dad said he's going to send it to some of his friends. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. How many friends does he have? Three. I don't know, a couple. I guess I won't call. I I can't say anything. I've only got like five friends. I don't really have a a whole lot of friends that are into politics. Like, y'all two are my only really go-to people with politics. I, I think I'm more into politics than most of my friends. Yeah. For I sure. Definitely, yeah. Isn't that a shame? Yeah. Because when you start to talk about it, people are like, I, don't, I just, I really don't know. Well, and I think, well, I think that's, we kind of touched on it last episode where people like, just want to stay apolitical True. and just, and just not, because politics stresses people out, man. It stresses me out. It stresses me out. And I think the most people just don't, care but i mean they should yeah at least a little bit because if you don't care this is what happens yeah this is exactly Mm -hmm. what happens and i feel like also i'm not trying to say we're you know crazy different podcast or anything but it's not it's not like we're political scientists we're just in here trying to dissect some of the stuff that's going on and then you know telling letting our listeners our 30 downloaders uh know what's what's going on and giving them not necessarily an echo chamber but some feedback and, and some validation to their thoughts and we're not like uber famous right wing like Candace Owens yeah Matt Walsh we're not those guys like we're just normal dudes that have jobs and yeah trying to give a unique perspective or our own unique our own perspective yeah, on, on what we think is going on in the world and I think it's important for people to hear that more instead of those talking heads on TV that so many people have decided not to listen to yeah. anymore because it's just the same shit over and over again. You yeah, talk about beating a dead horse. Mm-hmm. If you watch Fox News, same thing every show, almost in the exact same order all the time. And it just gets it really is like between uh, Sean Hannity, Tucker yep. Carlson, uh, Gutfield. They all talk about the exact same thing. Same thing. And they also have the same talking points. Which is fine because I'm sure MSNBC, CNN, they all do the exact oh, same thing. Met Rachel Maddow and oh, Don weird. Lemon are one and the same. Anderson Cooper, they all talk about the exact yeah. same thing. And I suffer through some of those episodes every now and then. Just to bro, see what good for about. you, man. Ooh, I can tough. barely watch clips of it and I yeah. get frustrated. It's tough. Especially Rachel Maddow. Whew, well, didn't Don Lemon just recently come out and tell people to harass unvaccinated people? Did pretty much wouldn't surprise me. I heard that. I didn't see the clip, so I could oh, be wrong. Oh, that's right, because I saw uh, I saw someone say, like, it wasn't too long ago when people were criticizing others for the lifestyle that Don Lemon leads right now, for mm-hmm. being gay. Mm-hmm. And you are now telling people to go and, and criticize a group of shame people? people? Are you kidding me? Are you well, kidding me, Don Lemon? And let's put the shoe on the other foot. Let's say Trump won. And let's say Trump was up there saying, if you have 100 employees, I'm mandating this vaccine. The liberals would lose their minds. But again, this goes back to the the conspiracy of it all, right? The machine that they just wanted Trump out and they were going to do and say anything. It doesn't matter if it if it lined up with their ideals or not. Or if they mm-hmm. they step on their own toes. It didn't matter. They just wanted him out. I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. Even when Trump was president and uh, he was saying, we're going to get this vaccine out by the end of the year, 
I was like, I'm not taking that shit. No, hell. There's no way I'm taking that thing. I didn't feel like I needed to. Like, I still don't feel like I need to. And it was only in the first, like we said uh, last week, only in the first couple of weeks was I like, "Uh, this is kind of scary. Oh, for sure. And then two weeks went by, nothing really happened. No, no it, was the same, it was the same thing. Yeah. For yeah. those two weeks, the only thing the news talked about was people dying. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, well, everybody's locked down unless you want to go. You can't go to church, but you can go to the freaking grocery store. But right. still, at the grocery stores, everybody's wearing these masks that work so well. And people even weren't wearing masks. You know what I mean? And they, they, you know, they would just cover themselves up with a shirt, or they would bring Tupperware from home. And it's like, okay, so anything works... Okay. Right. This guy's not wearing a mask, and he didn't just fall over in the store. I saw somebody in HEB wearing a stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> like when I went to the grocery store, I think it was like three weeks out from the first lockdowns. So I, mean, I was like, "Yes, there's dude, a that's awesome, of like man!" A bunch of weird masks that people wore because you couldn't find the N95. And I couldn't tell if he was being satirical or not, like he was doing it to be funny. <laughs> I hope he was. I hope he was. Yeah, really but either, was. like either way, it made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Another funny thing, like I didn't, I didn't wear a mask at all. Yeah. I wore it whenever I, had, I worked at Target, and that was it. Cause mm-hmm. I, you know, I had to comply, or else I lost the job. Well, even going, they wouldn't let you into Target if you didn't have right. a mask. So I, I wore one like in Target, but like if I was out in the parking lot or whatever, I would take yeah. it off as soon as I got outdoors because fresh air is good for you. Yeah, right. But that's what back, they say. That's what they say. That's yeah. science. <laughs> I can't. Back to your point about. Trump getting the vaccine out in a year, like, and you not wanting to take it. I felt the same way. Like, no one was killing over the streets. Mm-hmm. There were dead bodies everywhere. Uh, and I get that people were dying, but people were also dying from cancer, cancer, flu, like legit flu, uh, tuberculosis. I think people were still dying from the previous yeah. year. Mm-hmm. There were was like, it, that wasn't here, though, was it? I don't know. There were like 200,000 people or some that shit was like that. somewhere in Africa or something? I could be completely wrong. I mean, we wrong. could talk about that, too. Like, just other countries of people just dying from hunger. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't uh, think the death rate in the United States grew any higher. Like, from previous years before right. COVID, the death rate didn't grow no, you know, in a so measurable amount. I'm sure it goes up a little more every year because we get more population every year. But we're getting older. Yeah, yeah, that too. So, I mean, everything as far as deaths, COVID aside, stayed right on track of what it should be. Mm-hmm. It was just all, they inflated the numbers of COVID. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. The flu numbers dropped, right? Yes. Yeah. Did that. That's, yeah. that's what I was like. That Whenever all that started to come out, that's when I was like, okay, what's yeah. going on This here? is something else. Yeah, this isn't. And so yeah. how do you see that as a left voter and still think... Well, to add to that, people are asking the Biden administration. So, so you mean to tell me that if you're an American citizen, you have over a hundred employees, whatever, you work for one of these companies, you're mandating the vaccine, but you're not mandating it for all these oh, immigrants okay. coming into the country. Right. And she just basically said, "Nope," and she said, walked That's off the correct. stage. Yeah. Yeah. Walked off the stage. Yep. So how do you how do you hear that and just say there's something funny going on here? Exactly. Well, because they this they, makes sense. They all have that same uh, mentality of that, hive like, mind. Uh, yeah, she's she doesn't have to answer Fox News's questions. 
fuck that. Or, you know, whatever. Right. They have that self-righteous indignation mm-hmm. about them. Let me speak to your manager. And I'll I'll keep saying it. I've said it a lot that Karens are liberals. They're not conservatives. I mean, you do get the conservative Karen every so often. But every Karen that I've seen is like, I bet you voted. I bet you voted for Trump. Let me speak to your manager. <laughs> Everyone that yeah. I see is a liberal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... It's just weird, man. We're it's weird. It but it should, with, however you say her last name, Saki. Saki, with her saying that, I mean, that should be enough evidence right there that this pandemic really isn't much of a pandemic. If you're not concerned about people crossing the border illegally, getting vaccinated, which she said they're not going to do, then really, is it that much of an issue? Yeah, what are we doing here? That's, a, that's the argument you can make is like, Okay, okay. You know what? Let them come in, but are we going to vaccinate them? No. No. Like, okay, what the... And we're going to ship them all over the United States. Let's pretend that's a company of 100 people. Yeah. That's a company of 100 people. So we can group all these hundreds together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What then, Joe? Like, they can come in. You know what? I'm going to forget about the wall. I'm going to forget that they're illegal for a second. Uh, Why aren't we vaccinating them? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's correct. <laughs> the dude asked, he was like, why? And she said, that's correct. Bitch. <laughs> I know you heard me. It's it's weird, man. And and the thing that uh AOC just came out and said about how like you can go back and get the death certificate oh. changed and you'll get nine thousand dollars. They're just inflated. Like, they want what? the numbers inflated, man. But how do you how do you as a somebody that voted for her or for her party see that and be like, well, you're kind of skewing the numbers here. Like it's maybe it's not as bad as you think it is, because now you're going back and basically bribing somebody to put this on your death certificate? I, I I'm telling you, I try to get into the mind of the liberal all the time. The only thing that I can that's a really good bribe. Like I I need nine thousand dollars. If anyone's listening, you want to send me nine thousand dollars? Just email me, and I'll get it from you. And, but and they're giving it away for free. Listen, well, listen here, liberals with jobs. It's your <laughs> money. That's right. It's FEMA. It's FEMA. tax dollars. Yeah. But you're not worried about it because you don't have to pay it. But let's think about our children, because they're the one that has to fit the bill for this. Yeah. Look, look that up if you haven't seen that. It's a video of AOC saying, "What is her actual name?" Whatever. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. 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 She is the epitome <laughs> of liberal hypocrisy. Uh, oh yeah. The epitome. Tax she, the rich. Tax the rich. How expensive are those tables? Did you uh, tell me hundred and fifty thousand? That's insane. That's for a table. Her ticket was thirty thousand. Yeah, thirty, thirty-five, something like that. Still. Do you have to pay for a ticket and a table, or is it well, either you, or? You get the yeah, it's either or. Okay. So yeah, and I wonder how much that dress cost. So if you get a table, what you probably made by little bitty hands in China. (laughs) (laughs) Sweaty, sweaty, poor little sweaty kids just getting. There's tears all over her dress. If they mess up a stitch, they get a boot to the face. (laughs) They killed their family. Yeah, they're hanging out there with the wealthiest liberals Mm -hmm. in the country, Mm -hmm. wearing a dress that says "tax tax the rich." And also, it makes no sense. And they're like, "Yes, (laughs) I saw yes, girl, fire, yes." Yeah. And how how much the top two percent in this country pay? How much of the taxes? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's over fifty yeah, percent. They pay most of the taxes. It's yeah. over fifty yeah. percent. People that are <laughs> below the poverty line pay like maybe 
let's less than five percent. And you know, taxes. I'm not I'm not a super fan of uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. You know? I'm not either. And he's because he has one of the wealthiest companies in the world, but he's paying a lot in taxes. I do know that, and I'm not I'm not trying to uh, defend her, defend him, but. You're, you're saying it exactly. The top two percent pay more than fifty percent of the taxes. Yeah. So like, really but the what? but the rich don't pay their fair share. Yeah. 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 And so uh, what I I was reading comments on is uh, people saying that AOC is rich uh, are out of their minds. This is what people were saying. Like, how she's a capitalist. People. But like, she has her own clothing company that she sells product online. They were comparing her to like you know millionaires and billionaires when she has she's making six figures. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Congressman, you make hundred and seventeen. And let's not forget yeah. that in the middle of the pandemic last year, across the board, Republicans and Democrats all voted to give themselves a raise. Yeah, of course. We while you're out of work, while you're drinking yourself to death. And shooting yourself in the head or slitting your wrist, they gave themselves a race. Weren't they taking vacations as well? Like, oh, we're going to take some time off to deliberate. Yeah, Uncle, Te- Uncle Teddy Cruz. Yeah, that too. Took a vacation, <laughs> homie. Wasn't that, I, that was a little blown out of proportion, wasn't it? Probably. His, his Everything's blown out of daughter proportion. daughter wanted to go to Mexico or something like that. And yeah, the big storm came through. Yeah. The freeze. You know, and he was like, well, yeah. shit, I'm going to take my family down to Mexico. Yeah. Like, well, damn, I'm out of here. I could have done that too. Good yeah. for you, bro. Uh, yeah, honestly. But uh, yeah, she's she's making six figures, mm-hmm. and people think that because she's not a millionaire per se, that she's not rich. Like, well, she paid at she's least a, thirty thousand for a fucking I ticket to that place. Guarantee you, she's a millionaire. Oh, now. for sure, for sure, I'm sure she is. On now. the record, no, yeah. maybe not. You she's one, one of the people. Yeah, yeah. she's in. They, she's she in doesn't give a crap about you. No, that's the sad part is that people think that you know. Oh, one of us. One us. of us. Yeah. Google gobble. <laughs> Love that. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was funny. Tax the rich. She's something else. It's, it's a big wild, ethics man. complaint follow against her right now for that. Oh, what is it? An ethics complaint. Oh, really? Because not only did she get this $30,000 ticket, but her boyfriend also got one too. Mm. And so if you're in Congress, you're allowed certain gifts to a dependent. Whether it be a spouse, a parent, wow. child, not boyfriends. Her boyfriend was so, invited to this as well. So when you say they're allowed certain gifts, did she use taxpayer dollars to buy that ticket? That maybe. I don't, well, no. It would, either she paid for it, and her herself, gift was the. And then that would be fine. But from what she was saying was that she was invited to it. So I mean, she didn't pay for that ticket, mm. uh, and then her boyfriend gets a ticket too, and. That's a big no-no. It's like a certain gift amount to a certain dollar, certain right. dollar amount. Right. Making. But uh, since there were lobbyists at the party too, that are probably left-wing lobbyists, it's a big no-no that she got these tickets for herself, but also her boyfriend too. So I, I don't see many Republicans at the Met Gala. No, no, I don't. I don't think. So. I don't even know. What the Met Gala is. I don't either. I don't know is it a fashion is. thing? I don't know. Be, or is it just the elites getting together and going, yeah, we're so elite? Exactly. Did you see some of the outfits that these people were wearing? Yes, dude. I saw a Fleckus video. I was like, what did in you, the world? Did you see the one chick who, it was a black chick who had her hair straight out to the sides of her head? She looked, it, and it, she had something going straight up from her head as well. She looked like a T, like a lowercase T. And I just really can't wrap my mind around why. 
Maybe what it's an fashion? upside down T for Trump. What Trump's upside is down? That? I don't know what any of that. Everything is. now is about. It's so funny that the left still makes everything about Trump. Yeah. Like uh, Gavin Newsom not getting recalled, which is it, it wasn't about. It wasn't yeah. that California sits there and says like, "This is to show that we're still against Trump." Like what? What are you talking about? He's been out of office for eight months. Yeah. Well, close to nine now. What are you talking about? He's gone. So yeah, let, let it go. How did it get? It was. How did the petition even get traction? If well, it only has to have so many signatures. Well, so. I listened to a podcast that was really interesting about this. So when Bush was running his second term, uh, who did he run against his second term? Do you remember? Yeah. Was Was it McCain? No, McCain was against Obama his first term. Oh, that's right. But either way, either way, Trump was not Trump. Sorry. Bush was wildly unpopular Hmm. because of the wars and all that other stuff. He was wildly unpopular, but he still gained 3%. In that midterm election. And they're saying that it wasn't a win for Newsom necessarily because that election's next year anyways, and it was going to cost the state like a couple, like $20 million or $200 million to do another election and all this other stuff. And I can see it kind of both ways. But at the same time, that same podcast that I was listening to, the guy was like, I know people in LA that during all this almost went bankrupt and they were still putting on their Facebook. Let's get behind Newsom. Let's, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know because it's for all these elites, it's rules for thee, but not for me. He was proven that he wasn't following his own rules. It was proven. You're voting for your own Demise. Enslavement. Your yeah. own oppressor. You think that it was Trump. You think that it's the Republicans. But that dude is running your state. And look at the state of your state. It's awful. And also, I don't... I For the life of me, I don't understand this. And I know why the left wants to turn Texas blue. Because it's... what? How many electoral votes are we? Like 55 yeah. or something? Oh, wow. Are we 40? 53? 53? Yeah. But that's why they want to turn Texas blue. So they they have us, California, and New York. They'll never lose again. Never lose. But because I was talking to somebody about this, and I was like, like, why? Why do you want to turn Texas blue? You moved here for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because you left a blue state because of the policies that they put in, and you want to come here and do the exact same thing? It, it makes, makes no sense. They say that it was too expensive to live, you know, in California or whatever blue state they come from, and it's way cheaper here. But they, like, you know, you just said they still vote blue. And what do you think is going to happen? The cost of living in Austin is outrageous. Yeah, everything's going to go up. And that's a blue city. And look at look at the country. Look at inflation. Yeah. When Biden got in office, exactly. Inflation. Uh, gas prices. Gas prices are up a dollar. But hot dogs from a year are down. ago. You guys remember that? Yeah, hot, dogs hot dogs are down. down. You saved sixteen cents, buddy. Sixteen cents since last year. You heard about that? Beef's, beef's up like three hundred fifty percent. Something yeah, crazy. Buy a steak lately? 
No. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Uh, ribeye, just go get a I love ribeye. good old ribeye. I love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks. Whoa! You can't find one really. I mean, they're right around the $20 mark, whereas a few months ago, you could get a good ribeye for 15 Yeah. 14 15 dollars I don't get it. It's insane. I don't get it. And again, like I was trying to explain to this person, I was like, nobody's leaving Texas to go to California. No one. Like, you know that, right? No. You know that. What'd you say about the U-Haul the other day? Oh, California. California. (laughs) California. 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 (laughs) There's a surcharge if you leave California with a U-Haul. They charge you extra because there's no U-Hauls going into California. So they have to pay people to bring the U-Hauls back. So they charge you extra. Isn't that great? And it's not just California that people are leaving. It's New York. It's Illinois. It's Michigan. Uh, name a blue state. I don't think people... Are people leaving Colorado? I don't think people are leaving. Man, they're be, staying there. It'd be hard to leave Colorado. Yeah, it would. It would but be they're hard. they're getting to that point, though. I mean... Yeah. They're, uh, they're still... Colorado, California. Colorado. Colorado, Fornia, as they yeah. call it in Colorado. It's their major cities, though. Yeah, that's Get out into say. the rural areas out there in Colorado, and they're red. That's every state, though, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And that's what scares me about Texas. I know you're super positive about this. I am. God bless you. <laughs> but I am not, because we just did the census. That's going to change everything, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Cities are getting too big. We have Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Fort Worth. El Paso. We have six major cities in Texas. Waco, Waco I would get the other two hundred thousand ish, I think. I don't know. I honestly don't know about Waco. Waco tends to trend red. Uh, Fort Worth usually is pretty red as well. I think maybe in this last election they weren't, but they're typically you got Dallas super blue, and then Fort Worth is where all your real cowboys are. Cable. And so they, uh, exactly, exactly. You know, that's where them super punchers are, man. <laughs> that's right. You know what a super puncher is? Oh, hell Come yeah, on. I do, man. I know, tell me. Well, well you're a city me, boy. You? Yeah. You're a city boy. Tell me. Tell me, Bo. Oh, tell it's me. Cowboy. It's a cowboy. It's a rancher. Why are they called super punchers? Because they're out there, out there just turning out, old son. Just turning out. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Look up Dale Brisby. Dale Brisby, baby. Okay, whatever. No, okay, I won't think it's funny, but okay. No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to laugh at it. <laughs> but I'll watch it for you, two morons. Yeah, so have, you, have you watched the show on Netflix yet? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Of, it's pretty good. A little bit. What? what show is this? How to Be a Cowboy. All right, well, it's great. Um, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> but yeah, that's what scares me about Texas. I don't know because I've said 2022, maybe 24, we're going to turn blue. And it scares the snot out of me because then it's not just it's not just the local areas that are going to be affected. It's going to be the whole state because we're going to get somebody like freaking Beto O'Rourke as the no, governor. And then we're screwed. He's yeah. Gavin Newsom 2.0, man. He is. He's coming for our AR-15s. That's what he said. Come on with it. Yeah. I don't own any, by but the way. Remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I lost them all in a tragic boating accident. Yeah. I said, get these weapons of war away from me. And I threw them in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, a lot of people are fleeing the big cities. After COVID and all the shutdown stuff, uh, 
Houston in particular, you know, with uh, what's that crazy judge, Lena Hildalgo? Yes. Oh my gosh. We got She's so, so awesome. So many people from Houston have come to my little 12 home community that I'm building on the lake. People coming up from Houston saying, I got to get out of Houston. Really? I got to get out. They're like, weird. And it's changed a lot of that uh, kind of Democrat tendency from at least people that I've talked to saying that we would never go back to those policies ever again. They'll work in Houston. They'll want to live in Houston. Mm-hmm. So there is some positivity. Man, I love your positivity. I really you. do. It, now, gives, Austin, it gives me a little glimmer of hope. Yeah. And then I like, I'm online for like two minutes and I'm like, <laughs> mother. <laughs> Now they all like trying to cry and talk at the same time. <laughs> what are you doing? You just see the news. Yeah. For one second, I'm telling you, bro. ABC News was on for like five seconds the other day, and I was pissed off. <laughs> I was pissed. And it's not just these major news networks anymore. It's local news. Oh yeah. It's in everything, man. Absolutely. It's in everything. But if you think it trickles down, was that shit rolls downhill? It does. But if it's all over the place and they're pumping it out like that, if it was working for them, I don't think they would have to put it out everywhere. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think the left is in a bit of a panic mode. Especially with Joe Biden. I mean, look at Joe Biden's presidency. Is he, is he fucking with us? It, that, he's got to be, man. I, or somebody is. I don't know. Like, is he... I he, can't pick I don't, I don't know how to, what to make of it. Because... Not like anybody does. Do you know, you remember whenever he's like, I'll take, I'll take questions, I'll do any answers, anything you want, Nance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's clearly yeah. talking to Nancy Pelosi, and then literally two seconds later, she's like, no, no, we don't want him to talk. And then it gets cut off right there. And the handlers are like, thank you, yeah. thank yeah. you. Yeah. Another, that's another thing. It's like, weird, dude. Pushing reporters out the door when we talked about this. And he looks so, he there. like stands up and like looks confused. Like, yeah. oh, I got my butt wiped. Chocolate, chocolate chip. I got my butt wiped. Uh, yeah, but Trump would have stood there for three hours and answered the same question asked differently over yep, and over, over and over and over and over again. But his Biden's handlers are like, thank you, you know, yelling over the question just so Joe Biden doesn't hear it and turn around and answer. Yeah, because yep. when that happens, oh, he, says something. he says something weird. Yeah, absolutely. You Talking know, about my, the kids like my hairy legs. They swim oh, corn up. pop, uh, corn pop. <laughs> I had this chain in my hand. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Remember when we used to have that dude uh, that we worked with? I won't mention his name, but he would always tell stories about his <clears throat> family or whoever, his friends. I don't know who these people are. And he's saying, like, yeah, me and old Pop Pop were down <laughs> doing something. Like, I don't know who Pop Pop is. Yeah. Hell, Pop, Hell, Pop Pop just did that. Me and Jeremy were, uh, <laughs> who the fuck is Jeremy? I'm so uninterested in your story. <laughs> but that's like Joe Biden. What did he? What, no corn pop. No corn pop. <laughs> I drove an eighteen wheeler with corn pop. Oh, me and corn pop used to hit the road just grinding gear. <laughs> Can't find it, grind it. What are you talking about, Joe? Start calling him by his first name, Joe. Do you know where you are right now, Joseph? Joe. Slow down. Over here, Joe. Huh? Uh. Give me my insurer. I need a nap. Chocolate, chocolate chip. <laughs> and it's funny. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Look that clip up if you haven't seen it. They're just completely enamored with... Uh, chocolate, chocolate chip. His his ice cream choice. But you remember when he lied about... Uh, way back when, I don't remember when this was, but he was everything. talking about... Yeah, everything. But he was talking about what college he went to or yeah. what his grade was in college. Oh, that's when he ran for president the first time, yeah. right? Yeah, yes, that's correct. I didn't know he ran the first time. Yeah, he yeah. got he got kicked out failure. for uh 
No, this was like in the 80s, I think. 80s yeah. or early 90s. He I ran for president mm-hmm. for, um, what do you call I'm such a dumb idiot. What is it called when you copy somebody's work? Plagiarism? Plagiarism. He got kicked out for plagiarism. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it was speeches. Yeah, it was speeches. That's he was, what he did with, uh, was it JFK's speech whenever he yep. went to the military uh, speech or it was whatever. Reagan. And he was, yeah, Reagan. He was like, you can go ahead and clap, you dumb bastards. Or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was plagiarizing Man, you're the dullest people ever. And I get like, you can, you can banter with military and they'll banter back, but absolutely, no one fucking well, said a word whenever he did that. Yeah, okay. You can banter with military if they like you. Yes, yes, right. if they like you. Yes, <laughs> right. I can't wait for the Army-Navy game. And if he comes out to flip the coin, what'll happen? Because you remember last year during the Army-Navy game, Trump walked out and it was like an eruption. Oh, it was amazing. Gives me chills just thinking about it. But have y'all seen the trend going on right now with the fuck Joe Biden? Yes. yes. At the college meetings. Yeah. Did you see, there was one in New, uh, college in New York that did it. Really? NC State. I did I not see that. Yeah, That's amazing. They were, they were chanting it. But it's it's crossing over to concerts now. Luke, Luke Bryan concert. There was another guy. Luke Brantley Gilbert. I think so, yeah. There's another guy that did it. And you know, they're country artists, but... Uh, and I'm like, I don't think you're going to see that at Alicia Keys concert. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that happens. Maybe at an old Nicki Minaj concert, you might. Nicki Minaj! Sound like Ja Rule out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, yeah. it's wild. I, I, I'm going to be interested to see what what's going to happen at the Army-Navy game. They'll probably, like, make them. You will cheer. <laughs> Or you will be removed. I stopped. I stopped watching sports, and I know college isn't NFL, but I was never really into watching football. I'd much rather be there. But yeah, uh, I love college football, bro. Oh, I know college man. football is a different experience. I love college football. But I stayed up way too late last night. I was watching like games that I had do not care about. Well, it's all watching, been so good. You stand in front of the TV like this. I was watching Arizona State and BYU. Like, come on, BYU. <laughs> Let's go Cougs! <laughs> you're really into it if you're watching yeah. BYU. Yeah. I, I love college football, man. Oh, yeah. But ever since Kaepersuk injected his yeah. politics into it. Yeah, he... And uh, you know what's funny is that... Uh, what was that dude's name? Tim... Tebow. Tebow kneeled yeah. uh, for... You know, he was praying. He got... Lit up. Lit. He got crucified borderline by the left for trying to put... Uh, religion mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Let sports be sports. And yeah, and then what did Kaepersuk do? He wasn't a good football player beforehand. And let's let's not let's not. He was talked into the kneeling thing because he was just going to sit on his ass on the bench. Yeah. And he played. Who do you think talked him into kneeling? An SF guy. Really? Yep. Yep. Well, he he, he said, man, with him and said, "What should I do?" Yeah. Yeah, this is something that I haven't heard. Yeah. Yes. I can't remember the SF guy's name. He was Green Beret. Yeah, um, he was. <laughs> Lead the way. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't a Green Beret. <laughs> I wish I was. But he, Wait, so was, you're saying that the SF guy talked him in? He said He way? said just – he he was trying to find, like, middle ground, like, common ground with him. Exactly. Like, just don't sit on your ass. Like, at least – like, at least take a knee or something. But I don't think – statement than sitting, I think. Yeah. I think that, and I'm not going to try to talk, speak for the SF guy. I didn't think that. I don't think that he thought mm. it was going to be a thing. Exactly. I don't think he did either. 
And you remember Alejandro Villanueva played for the Steelers, came out and put his hand over his heart, and people just it's ripped his ass, ass, his ass. You know who Alejandro Villanueva is? Yeah. He's a lineman for the Steelers. He was an Army Ranger. He went to West Point. Okay. And the whole team was protesting, and they went inside the locker room during the National Anthem. And he came out by himself and stood there with his hand over his heart and listened to the National Anthem. Natural. And he got reamed, bro. By his team or by the fans? Both. Oh, my fucking gosh. Yeah. Come out, he, he came out and made an apology and said it was an accident. Like, he just kind of stumbled out there. Which he shouldn't have done. Yeah, man. It's like you did the right thing. I would, I would have said, I believe in this country, and I, I yeah. fought. I was a freaking ranger. I went to West Point. Yeah. You can yeah. kiss my ass. I'm going to stand there, man. and I'm going to respect the national anthem. Freedom of choice until... Until you disagree with the left. Until you disagree with the left. That's exactly. Absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. Crazy? It's crazy. I just can't. I, I struggle constantly with. I said it earlier, but with wrapping my mind, getting getting into the mind of a liberal, of a left voter. Oh. And I, I, you know, I don't watch the NFL anymore for for that reason. Yeah. Uh, but if I I say I don't, I don't really have a problem if you still want to watch the NFL or do whatever you want. This is a free country, right? Yeah. And you're not going to take down the NFL just by not giving them a view. Not well, I think I think I do think that the NFL would be the only brand that would be affected by the American population because it's not popular anywhere else. Yeah, basketball is going to get away with it. Nobody watches basketball anymore, but yeah. it's huge in China. That's why LeBron. Sucked up to yeah, him. that's why LeBron douchebag, Mister Flopper himself. Yeah. And plus, basketball just sucks these days, man. Yeah. It sucks. Never, never been a fan of basketball, but now, no way I it's, ever watch it. I grew up, I played basketball in high school and stuff. I wasn't very good, but I played. Yeah. And I, I loved basketball, like in the 90s. Bro. Jordan was around. <laughs> Come on. It was good. It, no. <laughs> even even Jordan's Space Jam was better. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was a terrible actor. Terrible. 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 Great movie, though. That's, That's terrible. terrible. That's a Charles Barkley. That's terrible. I don't know. I just, and I would, I would honestly like to have a conversation to see where their heads at, just to ask them like, why, if you want to turn Texas blue and it's the guy I know is from here. And I just, I can't wrap my head around that because I even said, I was like, people aren't leaving here. People aren't leaving Florida. People aren't leaving Alabama to go to New York, to go to Massachusetts, to go to Michigan or Oregon you know what I'm saying? Like and outside, outside of the U.S., where are people fleeing from? Cuba. Oh, let's not talk China. about Cuba. You notice they yeah, so they shut that up North real Korea. quick. Mm-hmm. That that North Korean defector chick. Oh yeah, that Joe Rogan had on. Mm-hmm. I mean, why are people fleeing? She comes here, and yeah. she was like, "I was blown away by it. I was just reading a book, and they told me that this chick was racist." She's like, "I escaped North Korea." Yeah. And got accepted into an Ivy League school, and now you're telling me that I can't read a certain book? Sounds a lot like North Korea. Sounds a lot like fascist Germany is what it sounds like. I just think that's so funny to see people fleeing Cuba. To see, And another thing, I know I just cut myself off, but we didn't help the Cubans at all. But they want the Mexicans to come over. You know why? Crossing that border. Yes, I do know why. Because... Cubans want freedom from. And Cubans know better. Cubans, do they will better. vote Republican. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. we're not saying that Mexicans are stupid, but 
if they're getting free uh, well, citizenship from the left, they will continue to vote left. And to that point, I don't know anything about Mexican politics. Yeah, Do me you? Either. I'm sure they're coming over here. Not, I'm sure they don't have Fox News and CNN down there. No, nah. they don't. I'm sure that they don't keep up with our politics. So when they come here, they're told exactly like we said earlier: if you vote this way, you can stay. But if you vote the other way, they're going to kick you out. Because if I moved, I don't know, to Iceland, I don't know. <laughs> but if I moved to some Scandinavian country illegally, and they're like, hey, man, you better vote this way, because if you don't, they're going to kick you out. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, shit. I better vote for this guy. Okay. Or girl. I love it. Whatever. Here. Yeah. I don't want to leave. Which, it's, that, that, I think that has a lot to do with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think, for the most part, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Mexicans, like, in Mexico or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure they're pretty strong in the Catholic faith. Oh, man. I'm pretty pretty sure they have a pretty conservative way of thinking. They do. I've worked in Mexico. I've vacationed in Mexico. Awesome people. I don't, I just, I don't think they realize... Or they're just being brainwashed down there at the border when they come mm-hmm. over to go to the left. But being in construction, I'm around those guys all the time, and they're very conservative. Yeah, I just don't think that they maybe they don't pay the same amount of attention that we do. Right, I'm not sure, but uh, they have a lot of uh, value and family. They do, well. man. It's it's admirable, and it's not. And let's just be clear: it's not just Mexicans. It's Venezuelans, Guatemalans, yeah. El Salvadorians. Well, the Venezuelans are kind of like the Cubans. Uh-huh. You know, they're leaving socialism yeah. or communism now, and they vote red. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can change many Venezuelans' opinion if you're a liberal. Maybe they, maybe somebody from Venezuela would pay a little bit more attention because they've been there. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Turning Point USA did a great segment on Venezuelans that came over here. Mm-hmm. They were sitting there talking about. What the left is doing here is exactly what they escaped down there. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's actually a, a pretty awesome thing to see. But many of those immigrants like that that, you know, could come over here and nudge the left a little bit. So y'all need to tell you to chill <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, y'all need to well, chill. I've seen those videos of, like, Cubans saying, you know, there's this one lady on uh, TikTok, she's Cuban, and she's kind of got a following, and she says, are you kidding me with this push to communism, or push to socialism? Because that's what it leads to, communism. And mm-hmm. those people in power are never going to come out of power. Mm-hmm. And they're going to stay super rich. Yeah, they're going to stay super rich, and they're just going to keep their boot on your face and keep kicking you down. And that's... <clears throat> but you go into the comments of the, that lady's video, and she's... You you know you could see the the red votes in there, but then you see the people who are like you just you just don't understand you just don't understand. Like, she understands more are than anybody. You joking? Yeah, I fled that country mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be here. So and correct me if I'm wrong, but in the socialist society, the rich stay rich and the poor get poorer. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going on in California. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In any any liberal state, I do believe. Well, I mean. Austin has a huge homeless problem. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Houston has a huge homeless problem. Yeah, but let's let's just keep doing that because it's, it's working. Working for the elite. Working for the elite. So but really, they just have There's never been the right leader. <laughs> I know it's been tried hundreds of times. 
By God, it just they just haven't had the right leader. We just need Bernie. Mm. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> mm. Burn it down. Bo just, Bo just threw up in his mouth a little bit. <laughs> Feel the burn. Feel the burn. Yeah. I'm once again asking for your donations. <laughs> you think he'll run again? I don't know. He's just too old. Because there's, no, there's no way. There's he'll no way Kamali could win. No. Like, what a terrible there's choice. A well, there is a way. Well, there's a way. There is a We saw that with Joe Biden. And it, well, they tried it with Hillary. The fun fact. They got away with it with Joe. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, again, we're getting into the conspiracy of it all, but I, I firmly believe that their little rigging system wasn't properly implemented whenever Hillary ran, and they were taken by surprise. Trump won, and they worked the kinks out in his sure, four yeah. years. I don't think that they were expecting the voter turnout for Trump. I don't think so either. So uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, something else there. But uh, if Kamala, if Kamala runs, that will be their safe. But female, regard take away the the stolen election or whatever. Just her, she's so unliked. She's so unlikable. Nobody, nobody likes her. What a terrible choice for vice president. Again, I think. Why you, didn't you go for a Tulsi Gabbard? That's so, well, she's too. She's center. too sinner. You know? Yeah, you're exactly right. That's that. That's that echo chamber mentality. Is that no one likes her? Well, I. I do think that there are people that like her. People on the right like her. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Because she's not a lunatic. But still. She has some thought process going on in her head. Does she, though? Does she? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she does. You don't? I don't. No. More so than Kamala Harris. You know? I mean. I think she's pretty centrist. I mean, she's got some liberal ideologies that I do not agree with. But Wait, are we talking about Tulsi? Yes. No. I'm talking about Kamala Harris. Oh, I'm talking about Tulsi. Tulsi. No, Kamala Kamala Harris is a lunatic, bro. That's what I mean. But if she were to run, I think she'd get voter turnout because she would just straight stab Tulsi Gabbard in the throat on stage. People would be like, well, that's the debate. She'll she'll be up, that was a debate. (laughs) (laughs) We all like she didn't even answer the question. We all just did that. When Colbert asked her, like, you Called Biden a racist. It would be debate. We all just did that impression of her laugh and combined together. I think that could <laughs> we might have had it. We might have had it. <laughs> She's got that. What, what did the Joker have? Where he just oh, oh yeah, what did he have? What's uh, that called? Some sort of. She's got it, bro. Yeah, he could, She's he got the Joker thing it. going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the the Democratic Party wouldn't even let Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, no, yeah. well, like we yeah. kind of touched on last episode, Trump's not a Republican, yeah. but he knew yeah. that was his only way, and he couldn't run as an independent. The Republican uh, convention, whatever, they didn't want Trump. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear about that. But he won, mm-hmm. and I think that they were all floored. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't understand how. You go from somebody, the only president nominee in history, to say, I don't care who you marry. I don't care. I'm for the LGBTQ community. And as soon as he's elected, they're like, he's going to deport gays. Yeah, that's exactly what he said, too. What are you you talking about? What do you mean? Hillary, while they were debating, said, marriage is between man and woman. She said that. She sure did. And of course, once Trump... 
said, I don't give a crap. Marry whoever you want to marry. I'm pro LGBTQ. Then she changed her tone. Mm-hmm. Which she had, of course she had mm-hmm. to. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Remember when they blamed that uh, gay nightclub shooting on Trump? Yes. That was like right after he got elected, too. They're, they're still blaming January 6th on him when he was like, go home. Yeah. It's all his fault. And fucking Bush. Sorry, pardon my language. Fuck that dude, too. What did he say? He gave a speech on 9-11. Mm-hmm. And he said something about how... I didn't... I can't quote it exactly, but he compared it to January 6th. Yeah. Dude's a fucking rhino, bro. Always has been. Dirtbag. I, I used to love used to love him. Oh, dude, I banged, the, I banged the drum for him so hard. Absolutely. I was all on board... Yep. With, more, more and more I've learned about him it's like, God, he's a dirt bag man he's one yeah. of them yep. he's part of the swamp he's he a sure swamp is. creature that whole family yep and I think part of that you know you beating a drum for the guy was because you're on the heels of war absolutely right. in that moment like, right and he I was wanted, a great leader in that aspect yeah and that I mean that's why I joined the army yeah I wanted to fight so I was like, oh, but yeah. also, you let's know, do this. Let's go kick some ass, man. We just got punched in the mouth. Let's go kick some ass. Like that was, yeah, that seeing that, all that being televised, all of us watching that, that was a big inspiration. But that's when Islamophobia started. Oh, yeah. God, dude. That's, that's real. Like, there were real people saying. It's like, you want to be like, were you even born? Let's just not talk. When about that happened. They say, let's just not, can we just get over it? That would be like us, that would be like us today saying like Pearl Harbor, well that's what started xenophobia. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. But, you know, it's crazy. They're not taught history Mm -hmm. anymore. And even if they are taught history, it's some warped version of it. Yeah. It's It's the history they want to teach. Stalin wasn't that bad, guys. <laughs> Look at his mustache. He's got an epic mustache. That's fantastic. And he was a communist. He was great. We love communism. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why do you love communism? Just, I don't know. It's just seeped in to those kids' brains at this point. Mm-hmm. Lenin, the father of communism. He's John? famously... Yeah, John Lennon. <laughs> he's famously quoted as saying... Uh, give me your child for four years and I will plant a seed so deep it will be impossible to uproot. And that is exactly what's happening. There you go. They're winning the Cold War. Cold War never ended, by the way. It's still going on. And they're winning right now. Because we have weak leadership. It's weak. Weaked out. And uh, conservatives and libertarians find pop cultural pop culture trivial uh, and don't concern themselves with it but that's where a lot of the liberal brainwashing has gone to and I think that that was a well played by the left oh yeah when all the social media came out they got behind that while the right was still standing behind like big oil and stuff to get yeah. their money and all that other stuff not a terrible place to be but no. they should have definitely backed some maybe just media. dabble in it a little bit yeah just, just dabble just a little dabble just dabble in it uh but now this is, if people, and I know it's not, we're not quite there yet, but this is what unchecked government looks like. Mm-hmm. Like you talked about checks and balances. There are no more checks and balances. Mm-hmm. This is an unchecked government that has the baton and they are sprinting. And I think a part of it is too, they might be scared about 22, but they're going to 
do whatever they can to win the election. It's going to be zero conservative voices on social, any social media platform. They will shut it down immediately. And that's how that was a huge push for Biden is they took Trump off of social media before the election. ISIS still has a Twitter account. Yeah, Twitter. What? Please get off Twitter. One of the 31 people that's listening to this, if any of you have Twitter, <laughs> please get off Twitter. Get off Twitter. Please. Off Twitter. It's poison. Twitter's, Twitter's the worst one. It is. It is the worst one. That's what everyone uh, runs their business off of, based off of the what's trending and, and who's posting what and who's canceled on Twitter. That's the worst one. You can speak directly to whoever you're you're wanting to talk to whatever celebrity whatever governor whatever uh, organization you speak directly to them hey I was in Walmart today and uh, uh, someone sexually assaulted me well that guy's fired whether or not it happened exactly and that with you know it's always innocent until proven guilty type thing mm-hmm. not anymore not anymore no. but I want to I want to see the transcripts from Millie and the Ooh, general. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that lit me on fire the other day whenever I read it. Well, that. it was a coup. Yeah. Between <laughs> him and Pelosi. You want to talk about a real insurrection? Yeah. There you go, right there. There it is, yeah. Right yeah. there. Pelosi's like, Trump's unstable. We yeah. need to take these. He's a crazy person. We don't know what he's going to do. So for the listeners, uh, General Milley, I don't know what grade general he is. He's a four-star, but he's, he's Joint Chiefs of Staff. Okay, and he was on the phone He's a with- fucking advisor. He has nothing to do with the chain of command, by the way. That's right. Nothing to do with the chain of command. When uh, Biden got elected, he was on the phone with the president of China? No, it was, it was before. It was someone, before. Someone it was when us. Trump was still president. Because they just, I guess, thought that once Trump got voted out and he was still president, he was just going to start fucking bombing people, apparently. So he's like, hey, General Lee, or whatever the hell his name was. That's it. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you think I was just like <laughs> insert name here? Oh, the general I league. The, I think of the charger. Yeah. No, he and he he's like, hey, we've known each other for five years. Yeah. We're pretty good buddies. You keep paying me, I'll keep giving you information. <laughs> he said, I will tell you if bombs are on their way. Yep. So, you'll know. You'll if know. we decide to attack, that's it. You will know. Are you joking? The crazy thing is, That's, too, they're acting like Trump just loved war. Yeah. Like Trump just wants to go. Brought to home more troops than any president in history. Yeah. And he was the most peaceful exactly. president. He yeah. brokered peace treaties between three or four. South Korea. Three. I, I can't remember. And, and, and they're like, he's, he's you know, in, in line with Kim Jong-il. He's like, don't wouldn't you rather have a relationship than... Like this wartime mentality that we have, but no, that's what it goes back to. Like we were saying last week, they can't they can't have other opinions in their air. They can only live in their echo chamber because they can't delete real life comments. So they just don't even associate it with them. So they don't know how to. Or they'll just try to conflict. spin it and be like, "Well, we're just trying to have a relationship with China." They don't know how to resolve conflict, and they don't know how to have a relationship with someone that they don't well, agree with politically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Millie's been in China's pocket for a while because what was it 2017 or 18? He was giving a speech. He's like, "Russia's our only threat. We have no issues with China. China is not a threat." Man, China's been playing that long game. Yeah, bro. Long. Yeah, they have. So is Russia, though. They're patient. 
Russia's been implanting people in this country for a long time. Didn't didn't Newsom wasn't he hooking up with a, a Chinese spy? Yeah, no, that was, that uh, was, uh, that was Newsom. Ignore that. That was my shoe. <laughs> Barking spiders in here. <laughs> he just looks behind him. Who let a duck in here? A flock of geese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did y'all hear that duck? That <laughs> yeah, was a fang fang, and she was hooking up with a congressman out of California. That's insane. Who was on the intelligence committee for in Congress. So this is a guy who knows all our secrets, is hooking up with this Chinese spy. And, then and, he, and he still has a job. Yeah, doesn't get fired, nothing. I, I fully understand, you know. He got he, honey potted. If he got honey potted. But from what I read, I think he knew. I'm sure he did. That she was some sort of uh, government. Not, spy. Not a spy, but maybe asset. Uh, She's a spy. Of China. But yeah, that was uh, yeah. that was a little crazy. I think that's as far as you can really go with it because he can claim that he didn't know all day. And uh, but still, but you don't tell our secrets to your hookup. That's a little sus. Oh, for sure, for sure. Plus, you're so on the anyway, babe. You're on the <laughs> <laughs> I was in this meeting with uh, Obama today. Oh um, man, I wish I could remember that guy's name. Yeah. It's funny that it doesn't matter now. It doesn't because like, is he wasn't he like a he wanted to be president at some point? Um, I think he ran. I, I think he was one of the forty-seven yeah. Democrats that ran for that, president. That fart just took him they out. Took him, him out. Took him out. <laughs> Nobody cared about the Chinese spies. Like oh, he pooted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh geez, he pooted right on screen. And I know maybe maybe we could uh, spend a day talking about. I don't know why I just thought about this, but we spend a, a podcast talking about Matt. <laughs> Talking about the Me Too movement, but it's just funny that every, uh, not necessarily every case, but 90% of cases were of your uh, woke Hollywood elites being accused of touching women. Like yep. these are the ones that you, these are the horses that you back. Yeah. And I remember Matt Lauer being. Matt like, Lauer. And he was, uh, what was he on Good Morning America? He was on there for, I don't know. 20 years or something and you are never going to hear from him ever again no he's living on a fucking yes somewhere in Mathis Vineyard he's living high he's in Mathis Vineyard I don't know what that was that was an Australian accent I don't know it's Vineyard out on the Vineyard why'd you do it Tucker (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's uh, maybe that'll be our next podcast yeah we could Talking about me too. There's a lot to unpack with that. Oh yeah. What do you say? This is a good good point to wrap it up. Sure. I think so. All right. Well, this has been. You got to be freaking kidding me. Follow us on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and that's it. Because those are the only two that I made. Definitely Maybe, not Twitter. Yeah, we're not on. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, f Twitter. Maybe one day we'll make YouTube videos if this gets 35. Download. <laughs> Somebody donate us a camera. Road to th- 35. We're poor. <laughs> hey, we are poor. Those cameras are expensive, bro. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Okay. Sweet.